Loving patriots, constitutionalists, Trump co-conspirators of truth, recovering Democrats, and those clinging to their guns, Bibles, and constitutions. I'm your host, Becca Maria, along with Stella Padilla, although she is out on assignment today. And you're listening to Freedom Speak. Check out our website, freedomspeaknm.com, where you can listen to previous shows. You can listen to playbacks of our monologues. You can download the podcast from SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher, Apple, iTunes. Want to send us your questions and comments? Email us at Becca, B-E-C-C-A, at freedomspeaknm.com. And now... You can listen and watch live every Friday morning, 9 a.m. to 12 noon on Facebook, X, Rumble, and now YouTube. Complete with a call-in line so you can join the conversation. Easiest way to watch us is to go to our website, freedomspeaknm.com, and click on the Rumble link. So, everybody, happy Friday the 13th. I've been thinking a lot about um, how fake news, the media, constantly is constantly trying to lie to us about things, twist the facts, and turn us against each other. So we're going to try to get the facts straight today as much as we possibly can. I was thinking about a comment the other day from Comrade Hillary in which she made the call for the formal deprogramming of MAGA extremists. I think I'd fall into that category. Apparently, she believes that patriots like you and I need re-education. I guess she wants uh, a type of gulag system here in America to include patriotic Americans that are opposed to an overreaching federal government. Gulags have already been normalized in this country. So what's the problem with adding some more political prisoners? At least we would be in good company, right? I was talking to a friend of mine the other day. He says, well, I think it's just a matter of time before they're locking us up. I said, yeah, but at least... You and I will be in good company. Their brain-dead supporters won't have any problem with that. This evil person must not know what country she's in. Or even understand the concept of life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. No, the truth is that all these progressive liberals want freedom to end and for everyone opposed to the new world order to shut up know their place and do what they're told the fact that she would openly say that people who want limits on government must be punished for those beliefs makes this she devil a true enemy of freedom by the way she was talking about 70 plus million freedom loving americans We've all witnessed in recent days the atrocities happening in Israel. An unprovoked attack by Hamas animals, which they are animals. I have really a lot of trouble referring to them as human beings. Sure, I'll be criticized for that. Somehow managed to get through what we thought was the most protected border on the planet and brutally murder unarmed civilians. This slaughter included men, women, children, babies, and even household pets. People in Israel don't have the right to keep and bear arms like we do in the United States. 
Therefore, these evil terrorists were able to break into homes and brutally murder entire families without a fight. Remember how I was warning about how sleepy, creepy Pedo Joe was left, how he's left our border wide open and allowed millions of invaders into our country? How many of those millions of trespassers do you think may possibly be the same kind of terrorists that have invaded Israel and committed jihad on innocent civilians? After all, for the most part, many of us Americans are the very infidels they have claimed need to convert or die. How many of you actually still believe that Joe actually cares about the lives of Americans? Joe and his leftist buddies, like our governor, Michelle Lujan Grisham, whom I fondly refer to as the tiny tyrant, want to disarm us to make way for an invasion of our country. Our right to keep and bear arms and the protection of the Second Amendment exists for the very purpose of giving us the ability to defend ourselves from all enemies, both foreign and domestic. I really don't want any violence here in our country with Americans slaughtering Americans. But if these people believe they can put us into bondage without a fight, then they are sadly mistaken. We American gun owners constitute the largest army in the world. With 50 million gun owners possessing 400 million guns and billions of rounds of ammunition, if these people come for us, they had better get some help. We will not be interested in engaging against our own military brothers and sisters or our amazing first responders. Instead, we will be looking to cut the head off the snake. We want to be left alone with our rights to live and be free. And anything short of that will not be tolerated. Not in the United States of America. These people have long since planned the takeover that is transpiring right before our eyes. They've destroyed our monetary system in the name of global warming. They are actively destroying our food supply in order to starve us into submission. They have released bioweapons against us in a concerted effort to destroy our numbers and make us weak. They poison our water, food supply, and medication. They are openly dividing us into smaller and smaller groups so that we will fight each other rather than them. They tell us all who our enemies are based on race, creed, and any other differences they can think of. They are allowing millions of who knows who to cross our country, cross into our country, to use against us and further weaken us. Americans in great numbers are living on the streets, while illegal immigrants are given money and boarded in fancy hotels. They're attacking our rights to free speech and to due process. Then there is the subject of privacy, and to that I say, what privacy? We now live in a surveillance state. They monitor everything we do and say, while censoring our words and all real necessary news with the use of compliant state-run media outlets. There is now an effort underway to eliminate cash and institute a government-controlled and monitored digital currency. Just in case all of this doesn't work, a ready-made world war is waiting and being stoked like a fire to consume us and bring us about our eventual disposal. Elitist people like Hillary don't care about you, your kids, or your survival, but only their own power. They believe that they will have a powerful place in the new world order, in which the rest of us will own nothing and be happy in a 15-minute city that they control. These people will, if given the opportunity, throw you and all that you love into a prison camp, not to re-educate you, but to punish you into surrendering and to lessen the numbers of all who oppose them. Just look what has been done to the January 6 prisoners. The rule of law is dead in this country under their control. The dangers that we all face are growing exponentially by the day as these morally moribund people implement their new order of the age. What is currently happening in Israel may be happening here tomorrow. My suggestion, make sure your so-called weapons of war 
are cleaned, loaded, and ready, ready to use. You may need to protect you, your family, and other freedom-loving Americans you care about. I want to finish off with a quote by my favorite founding father, Benjamin Franklin. He stated, God grant that not only the love of liberty, but a thorough knowledge of the rights of man may pervade all the nations of the earth, so that a philosopher may set his foot anywhere on its surface and say, this is my country. So Stella is uh, out on vacation today. I might say out on assignment because uh, anytime we travel, everything is show prep. (laughs) 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 I I have uh, filling in for her today my uh, guest co-host, Derek Scott. Hello. How are you doing today? Hey, Derek. Hey. So, yeah, that was was really good. Thank you. Yeah. Um, It lays it all out. It does, I think. I think, yeah. That was, uh, I took a little bit of uh, the writing from my friend uh, Robert in Texas the other day. He often inspires me to uh, to write things. He'll write some little thing, and it's like, hmm, I can build on that. And then, <laughs> and then I'll take it, and I'll move it around, and I'll add a bunch of stuff, and I'll do some research. Sometime I just need, sometimes I just need a little kick in the butt to head me in the right direction. Yeah. And, you know, we have these conversations and get these things going. <laughs> so, anyway. Um, also today, I have a special guest in the studio with me, a good friend of mine, Shirley Yermayahu, and she happens to be Israeli, and she grew, she lived in Israel. And I called her today, I called her the other day, and I said, Shirley, with all this stuff going on in Israel, I think that I want to have you on with us this week, because I want to really dig into this topic and... Just go through all the facts. A lot of th- a lot of people, that whole area and what's going on over there is a mystery. I know there's a lot of things I didn't know about it. I've been doing an enormous amount of research the past few days, and I'm still, you know, my head's about to explode trying to trying to soak it all in. So, Shirley, how's it going? Good morning. Thank you for having me. Um... I really hope that in the time that we are going to have here and the conversations that we are going to have here, uh, we are going to help the audience and ourselves to understand better um, the Israeli people, culture, the mentality, the history, the politics. Um, All I can, what I want to say right now is that Israel was not created in order to disappear. Hmm. It's going to be there. And it's going to stay strong. So, you know, I got to thinking about everything going on over there. And I got to thinking about how recently how our own little tyrant in Santa Fe has been trying her darndest to take away our right to keep and bear arms. Um, she doesn't understand what a right is. And then I was looking at what was going on in Israel. It's like, hmm, I see a lot of connections here Yeah. as far as what is going on. I saw the same thing. Yeah. 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 Especially because you thought that everybody in Israel carries a gun. That's what I thought. I was under that misconception. Uh, no, unfortunately not. It's only about 2% of the population that actually have a permit to carry a gun. Um, and uh, and most of those 2% are ones that live in, uh, isn't it high-risk areas? Right. Uh, so in order to be allowed to carry a gun in Israel as a civilian, uh, you have to prove that on in your daily life, at work or at home, in your commute, you... Uh, you have a reason to carry gun for your protection. So, like New York, so well, it's a New York thing. It's like, well, you right. gotta, you gotta prove to us, which the Supreme Court struck right. down with uh, New York uh, Rifle, Pistol and Rifle Association versus New York, and yeah, so it's, but it's that idea of... That same language. It's a very, yes. you know, gun control idea of, well, you have to prove to us that you truly have a threat. 
Right. I often hear them saying that's hard to do. That's really hard to do. I I often hear them saying things like, well, why do you need a weapon of war? Right. Well, <laughs> hopefully I won't need a weapon of war. Well, a, a rock um, is a weapon of war. A weapon war of war. Anything that rock. you can hurt your enemy yeah, with is a weapon of war. Yeah, right. But, of course, we know what they're referring to. Right. Um, but there again, they're using that same mentality, and a lot of uh, leftists are falling for that, saying, well, why do you need a gun? Well, yeah. <laughs> uh, hopefully I won't need a gun. Uh, but if I, I need know. it, I've got one. You know, well, you know what I tell people that are more leaning to the left or more... Or that claim to be a Democrat. I mean, there's Republicans out there, too, that are somewhat anti-gun. Mm-hmm. Um, is that all I, uh, you know, it's funny, 2020 proved to a lot of people, on the left at least, it's time to get a gun. Yeah. Um, we've seen, so like you said 50 million, but it's actually, so the estimation is mm-hmm. actually more like 100 to 150. Oh, okay, well, good. Right, okay. so like that 50 million is a lowball estimate from the government. Of course, they want to lowball it, but a lot of other surveys and stuff have put it up almost 150 million, right? So, and that that could be antiques, that could be somebody that has a gun but hasn't mm-hmm. used it, but I mean, you know, and yes, you're right, it's like, I think it's, yeah, 400 million to 500 million guns in the ownership of regular people, yeah. And, and the state of New Mexico is actually the third highest gun ownership in the United States, um, next to Texas and, uh, oh God, what is it? Is it Montana or Wyoming? I can't remember which. It's yeah, like, it's probably one of those I states. I think it's one of those west. states, yeah. but because they have a lower population right. per capita, so they get the, the higher number. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, it's funny because, like, this is our point, right? Like, it's funny that the government did announce right after this attack, oh, we're going to start throwing out permits. Mm-hmm, right. It's like, oh, well, shouldn't you have done that? Before, it's the same thing in Ukraine. Mm-hmm. Ukraine was the same issue. They started saying, oh, uh, you know what? Everybody can have guns, you know, because, of course, every, you know, this is the thing. This is always the concept of the Constitution and our forefathers, right, is that there is no standing army. The standing army is the people of the United States. Well, and, you know, the argument I have made, and it's like I even did a monologue on this one time where I was talking about the meaning of well-regulated in which the government has managed to twist the meaning of those words like they yes. do everything else. They, into well, a national guard. Into, into something else. It's yeah. like, well, well-regulated, oh, well, that, you know. But no, I, I've talked about well-regulated. So, you know, like That the just pro- means you train. You train and you're well-equipped. And you're well-equipped. That's what it yeah. means. That's all it means. And so I'm well-regulated. Yeah. Um, but apparently, you And know, yeah, you're not committing crimes with your right. weapons. Right. Right. And so you've got these people in Israel, these families that have been slaughtered, them, you know, their their babies. Uh, I'm hearing these reports of babies yeah. having their heads cut yep. off. It's like, yep. oh my god! And it's I'm like not... you hear about things like this, and yet these people are defenseless, you know. And and these Hamas terrorists knew that, and so they knew they were going to be able to go in and you know, I and and just do whatever they want. Whereas yeah. in America, they know that they, they they're going to probably have a fight on their hands. Right. Oh, it happened in Texas. They tried to do a terrorist attack. You gotta, you gotta understand that America is the role model for Israel. And Israel tries to mimic a lot of things. Unfortunately, they didn't adopt anything in the lines of, like, we have the Second Amendment here. But when uh, when they did buyback pro- programs, oh, they jumped right in. They literally convinced the citizens to give up their weapons. That's, oh, just give sad. them to us and we are going to keep them in in storage for you. <laughs> Derek is destroying equipment here in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sorry. That was a good point. And then it just, that was a good point. Um, so, um, also, the leftist ideology... Here, it got all the way to Israel. Well, I think it got all the way across the the world, and um, uh, they are they are trying to 
promote these oh everything is fine we are just singing the kumbaya all together mm-hmm. and it's all great and let's trust the the very high technology that we have for for the border and we are not going to finance the military to keep troops there so just imagine the entire border of Gaza 50 some kilometers there was not one soldier it's only um, controlled by by cameras that's it so that's a good thing to talk so, about is the border. So that so that morning on Saturday morning what happened these girls their job for 4 hours a shift is to sit there they don't blink they don't drink water or coffee they don't talk their eyes are glued to the screens for 4 hours and in 1 second all their screens go blank. So it was a hack. Oh, hold on. So they, it was a hack. They attacked the cameras all at once. Oh, that's or, yeah. or it was a, a hack. The the answer it, one or the other. It doesn't matter yet. really. Right. It's mute. Right. Right. Well, so so the the leftist ideas got there and. They were literally caught with their pants down. Well, so you believe that kind of what I was pointing out is that this is what happens when you don't follow like our constitution, you know, and you just just hand them out. You know, here you go. Take it. Get ready to fight. You know, like the Japanese back in World War Two would say behind every blade of grass is a gun. Right. Mm-hmm. That's why they were very hesitant to invade. America. That's why they went to the Aleutians instead, or were going to take islands, but they weren't going to hit the mainland. Now, here is another issue with the restrictions of guns. Israel, besides the Jews that are citizens of the country, they have 20% of Arabs that are Israeli citizens. Now, many of them, they uh, work for the fire department, for ambulances. They serve in the military. Um, However, if you think 75% of the crime in Israel, like theft and burglary and car stealing and, you know, this kind of a crime is committed by the 20% of the Arab citizens, now, there are attacks. I'm I'm sit, sitting here with the phone, and I have an an app. Every few minutes is going off because there oh, are missiles. Right. There are not only missiles, but there are uh, penetrations in small set- settlements, and you know, attacks on the side of the road and here and and there. So yeah. Um, if those 20% of Arabs, which, well, we call them Arabs, they're Palestinians, citizens of Israel, they have an ID and a passport that says State of Israel, mm-hmm. and yet they're committing acts of terror. Mm-hmm. It happened before it happens now, so it's all a huge collaboration from outside and inside the borders of of Israel. Now think if these citizens of Israel would have access to guns. So that's another issue why the restrictions. Hmm. Hmm. I didn't know that. That's a new thing that I just learned today. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Well, you know, one thing we're finding out about this country is... And, I, you know, I've talked about numerous times over the past few years how disappointed I've been in Americans, how they were weak, they rolled over, they gave in, they obediently wore their masks, they oh, yeah. obediently allowed themselves to be a science experiment. Um, and yet we have Americans today, with all the information we have out here about what's going on in Israel, about how 
this is barbaric. Yeah. What's going on? You don't fight a war like this. I mean, if if American soldiers went into a country and did what these people did, we would not respect those soldiers at all. Yeah. Not at all. Yeah. You know, um, but yet you have Americans in this country, even American politicians, that are condoning. Uh. What is going on? You mean the Palestinian arm of the of the uh, house? Yes, yeah. that's right. The squad. Right. The squad. Yeah. You know, you have people gathering together on Times Square and celebrating I saw the that. massacre yeah. of Israel. I just about puked. I mean, it's made I, this week really hard for me. Yes. And I, I'm not going to mention why it has a connection to my family, but because um, I'm not going to put myself out there. You know what I mean? But, um, but like. It, yeah, it was it was saddening. It was just, but it's but it wasn't surprising to me because this has been growing in our nation for a long time in the far left, especially. And part of the people that push it are are of it's not Muslim descent; it's Palestinian um, movers and shakers within the Muslim environment of America. Right. Mm -hmm. And their propaganda arm with, you know, within what is it cares or something like that? Like it hasn't they have their own acronym and stuff that that actually is a is a NGO that I haven't seen them lately. But back in the day, it was called cares, C-A-R. What was it? I'm not good. Yeah, I can't remember the whole acronym correctly, (laughs) but I know it, it pronounced cares. Right. Right, like, and they were really big about pushing back on Israel the last time in 2014, and it's just, but this this time it's like, I think we've noticed that people even within the left or in the Democrat Party has had made even a bigger rift. Well, even the left now is starting to wake up to what's going on. Right, I've got, I've got, I've got a a, a clip I want to play after the break. Yeah. Um, Somebody on MSNBC of all places was speaking out, which is amazing. Well, because MSNBC was being really bad. Oh, yeah. I mean, they were, they were basically the propaganda arm of the Palestinians. Yeah, they were calling them freedom fighters, Fighters, militants, you know. And And I'm all for freedom fighters i have a question for all of that's those not freedom fighting. That, no that's not that yeah. uh that um feel sorry cry and support the the hamas uh or the gaza which is actually hamas when you have a dog that keeps biting people what do you do with yeah. that dog you, well you, you get a ticket you punish, <laughs> and they oh, usually really? put the dog and down. They put the dog down. Yeah, yeah. that's and, in the United States, right? Yeah. So, so, hmm, maybe we should do that. Hmm. All right, guys, this is the end of the first segment. Um, we're going to continue this conversation. We're going to dig a lot deeper into this topic. I've got a clip I want to play after the break about somebody actually on MSNBC speaking out, which is amazing. <laughs> amazing. So, you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. We'll be right back. trailer to haul something around? Check out my friends at JP Trailer Sales. They've been doing business in Albuquerque for seven years. Whether you're hauling cars, landscaping equipment, dirt, or your favorite off-road toys, JP Trailers has the perfect trailer at a great price to fit your needs. They have open trailers, enclosed trailers, and can even do special orders. You'll always receive great, friendly customer service, and no appointment is ever needed. Stop by their location at 7605 San Pedro Drive, Northeast and Albuquerque, Monday through Saturday, 10 to 5 p.m. You can also call them at 505-469-1667 or 505-557-8164 or check them out on the web at flatbedtrailersusa.com. Did you realize that our skin is the largest organ of the body? How often do we pay attention to what it's telling us? Hi, I'm Tomei with Skin LLC, and we don't just cover up imperfections, we heal them. 
Our skin being the largest organ of the body tells a story. Beauty and skin alike are often overlooked because we get overwhelmed with so much daily input. You can learn your own skin and beauty story through the customized treatments we provide, personalized just for you. Let us give you the education, healing, rejuvenation, and restoration to support your journey. Call or text 505-918-4211, mention this ad for a free phone consultation, and visit our website at abqskinllc.com. That number again is 505-918-4211. Hi, I'm Dr. Karen Genter from High Desert Chiropractic and Wellness. For 27 years, I've been helping patients by gently treating the root cause of their health issues, not just symptoms. Treatments include various chiropractic techniques and therapies, such as electrical stimulation, ultrasound and intersegmental traction, or the roller table. Let's help you be your best self by helping you achieve optimal wellness and maintain it lifelong. Located at 5310 Homestead Road, Northeast, call us at 505 292 Would you like to advertise your business right here on Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella? Get in on the ground floor with insanely low prices and become one of our preferred advertisers. Lots of fellow patriots would love to do business with you. All ads include free production of your commercial using your own voice or ours. Your ad will run on all of our live streams and podcasts on multiple platforms. Our audience is growing by the day. Send your info to Becca at freedomspeaknm.com to get started. Would you like to move on from being a keyboard warrior to owning your own media? I'm Floyd Cisco with Spoken Words in New Mexico. I can take your event to the next level by providing cameras, microphones, video switchers, and other hardware to turn your event into a professional production. See what I've done for others and what I can do for you at rumble.com slash spoken words New Mexico. To get started, send me an email at spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Again, that's spokenwords.nm at protonmail.com. Welcome back to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Stella's on vacation today, out on assignment. I got Derek Scott in the studio, filling in for Stella as my guest co-host. Roger that. And I got our special guest, Shirley Yermayahu. Hello again. Our expert on Israel in the studio today. I've got this uh, video that, believe it or not, I got from MS. NBC, and you know I make fun of them all the time, and I was even listening to them this morning before I left to come into the studio, listening to the the morning blow. That's what <laughs> the, the morning, yeah, Joe, yeah, no, I get it, that's hilarious. The morning, the morning blow, I like that. Um, so anyway, I've got this video, and if you guys are watching us live, you, you'll be able to see the video from this too. Um, um, I may bring up the audio on that, yeah. I'm doing it all here. Anyway, so... Here we go. I'm going to do go. that and that and yeah. This is gonna. This is this is so amazing. on the radio. They're just going to hear it. Yeah, but, but it, it's still profound. So we just gotta. Uh oh. Uh oh. The sound's not coming. Hold in. on. Hold oh, on. Is it plugged in? It oh, is. Yeah, it is. Oh. Well, let me fix that. So while you fix that, I want to ask a question. Um. What? So in Israel, what's the? What's going on with the fact of the people and the whole issue of guns? Have they so because like I I like to go after the guns a little bit, but um, because the governor her first order was shot down by the judge, but this judge who's a Biden appointee and he shouldn't have gotten this case. He really shouldn't have got this case, but he was a Biden appointee. And what happened is. He allowed her second order to be go through, and that the defense didn't give a good enough argument and all this other. Of Israelis just total. Oh, there we go. Sanitized 
the terrorism of Hamas. I must say, I can hear it. I yeah. love okay. this show. Yeah. Right, good. Okay. And it just interrupted <laughs> what I was saying. <laughs> That's okay. I'll start from the beginning. I don't know what happened there. Okay. So, all right. So I'm going to go that, that, that. There you go. Okay. And I'll finish my point after the video. That's fine. <laughs> okay. Here we go. So while I am sad and cope, trying to cope, I'll be honest, I am angry. I am angry with the world that allowed the dehumanization of Israelis and sanitized the terrorism of Hamas. I must say, I love this show and I love this network, but I've got to ask who is writing the scripts? <laughs> Hamas, the people who did this, He's they calling are not them out on MSNBC. They are not militants and I'm looking right at the camera. They are terrorists. It is a barbarian who rapes and brutalizes women, who care, kills children in front of their parents, and then brings them over to Gaza, who literally, we've heard all these reports, and we know these aren't just reports, these were filmed gleefully by the barbarians who committed these grotesque crimes. They filmed, for example, an elderly woman in her home in one of these towns. They burned her alive in her house because she was too infirm to take out. And, you know, parading women bleeding from the crotch because they were raped throughout Gaza while people hoot and holler and cheer. So look. You know, when we say, oh, this was an escalation, it was bound to happen. I am sorry. This was a massacre that was pre-planned. This was not destined to happen. It is not normal to shoot teenagers in the back, hundreds of them. So I just think, like, guys, get the story right. And all these pictures of, like, you know, missiles or the rubble in Gaza, please talk to the Israeli mothers and fathers who lost their children. Talk to the grandchildren whose grandparents were seized as hostages. And please stop calling this a retaliation. This is a defensive measure against an organization that is committed to one thing, killing Jews, not a peaceful resolution of a conflict, but murdering Jews. And if you're wondering if I'm exaggerating, please, I beg of you, everyone watching and everyone at this network, just watch the footage. That, my friend, yeah, so was anyways, the that's leftist. <laughs> that's uh, that's uh, uh, you gotta uh, during yeah. during the past six days, I've been in contact with my friends in in Israel, and yes, these stories are true. Oh yeah. Uh, Murders were broadcasted on live stream, yeah. not on the terrorist phone. No, on the victims. On the victims' phone. phone. Yes, yes. Um, actually, one of sometimes my, on their accounts, from what I understand. Right. One of my friends actually, she saw her own mother being murdered Gosh. live on on Facebook. Unbelievable! It makes me want to cry. You know, because like that really upsets me. It's just, it's just. Well, and here's the thing: it's like this news guy. It's not war. Okay, he probably had access to actual footage. Oh yeah. Okay, they're hiding. Yeah, they won't let us see no, it. They're hiding YouTube the footage to Americans. Down. Yeah, they won't let any Americans see it. No, just like they hide uh, videos of, of the reality of what a, an right. abortion involves. Right. They're hiding that too. Yeah. So people think, oh well, you know, we we, we haven't seen any proof of this. We'll go to Rumble. because I, or like I I looked for footage of it and all the footage I found had everything blurred out. Yeah. It's like okay, why did you even bother showing that? Because I can't, I can't see, see anything. That could be anything. Yeah. I don't know right. what that. Is. Well, that's the point. You, know, you got to understand. That's the point. That's their point. That's what Hamas's allies here in America, in with their NGOs and the, all their money, and oh, remember, six billion dollars was uh, all of a sudden given to. I would say, well, it wasn't given to them, but it was given to Iran, which Iran just directly gives it to them. I mean, this is a known fact. It's a. I don't have to do much research for that. Okay, but yeah, six billion dollars was given. Remember those those pallets of money. Oh yes, you know pallets, pallets of money that bought, that that, uh, that Obama, Obama in the middle of the night. Some people's release, I believe. Yeah, right. Um, and and the people we got released, 
some of them weren't like from what I understand we got a basketball player yeah that that's right yeah. yes yeah yes. and so you know it, it it's really sad because I just really you know I'll be honest I I wish I can go to Israel and help in any way I can yeah. I really wish I had money or or a resource or just Somebody came up and said, here's a ticket. I'll go. I'd go. I'd give my expertise if I could. Yeah. By you the know. way, good morning, Mom. I see that you're watching. <laughs> <laughs> she likes for me to tell her good morning. <laughs> well, you know, think about way back when, if you remember a little bit of history about Ronald Reagan, okay, when he took over after Jimmy Carter, right? right. And there were hostages being held. Well, foreign, you know, our enemies were scared to death of Ronald Reagan because they looked at him as being a a dangerous cowboy and unpredictable and they had no idea what he was going to do. So there was these hostages that were being held and the day that Ronald Reagan was sworn in, the hostages were released because they knew that Ronald Reagan would send the military in to get them. I remember a movie I watched in which they were hostages being held. And the president that was in charge uh, called a meeting with the generals. And, and then they called a meeting with the ambassador of that country that was holding the hostages and said, oh, well, okay, I thought I'd have a little talk with you here. Just thought I'd let you know what we're planning on doing, uh, just so you know. As you know, you have, you're holding our hostages, and uh, we're, we're going to come get them. And we've our, our generals are really, really good at this sort of thing, and I can guarantee you that uh, your casualties will be minimal uh, while we're coming to get our hostages. And they're, well, well you can't do this. Well, yeah, that's, that's kind of what we're going to do. Well, the hostages were released. Right. And that's the sort of leadership you need in this country. And under Sleepy Creepy Joe which he might be under a lid for the day, he might be taking a nap, maybe they haven't given him his daily drugs of the day to, to, you know, to make him appear as though he's Coherence. cognizant of what's going yeah, on. Right. Um, they don't have any respect in this guy. They're not no. afraid of this guy. No. They know you he's know? a joke. Yeah, they and know even he's a if, joke. Let's say he's not totally infirm, but somewhat infirm, and they're not pumping him through drugs. Let's just hypothetically for a second, because I, I agree with you. But... You know, hypothetically, let's say it's not just his actions and where he's gone and how slow he's been to react. Like, for instance, Maui. Well, it took him right? days just to days. acknowledge what's going on in Israel right. or Maui. Yeah, or Maui. Right. Yes. So that's why they see him as weak. And then you had Russia, good old Putin, telling us that it's our fault. That that really ticked me off because I was just like, really, Russia? Let's see, what have you been doing in Syria? What people have you been financing in, in Iran? Uh, what, let's see, let's see the money trail. Oh, that's right, it leads to you. Well, you know <laughs> what? I remember uh, Trump referring to uh, Putin as a strong leader, which he is. Which he is, oh yeah. Which, and, and and they criticized him for that. Yeah, it's like you know what though. No, he's giving respect where respect is that's due. That's right. And he you is have a strong to leader. Respect some of these leaders. You know? and because we do that's not, what They want. We do not have a strong leader. No. And Putin makes fun of him all oh, the yeah, time. All the time. Putin is constantly speaking out against the and all the wokeism got, in America. Well, and you know how he's trying to stop us from interfering and helping Israel. World War Three. He he rattles that saber every time and says, "I'm going to nuke you guys." World War Three. I'm going to nuke you. Really. Putin, I'm sorry, I've already read uh, an article that's been on the, it's not on major media, but, you know, in the military circles about, so we do an upgrade program for our nuclear missiles. Yes, we've taken down some. We've kept to the word of our treaties, as we always do, right? But Putin, his nuclear missiles and their triggers, he doesn't have money to replace them. It's a lot of money to oh, yeah. build new nuclear triggers. He doesn't have many centrifuges anymore. I'm telling you, like, their nuclear triggers have broken down, and they only last 10 years, 20 years at the most. And so you gotta you got to make a whole new nuclear trigger and a whole new ball, and, you know, so boom, right? Mm-hmm. If you don't replace these, they're going to be duds, or they'll be dirty bombs, you know? So the, sure. the conventional bomb will blow, and then just nuclear material goes everywhere. So, like, if, like, let's say it came down. So it, there's a there's in, solid intelligence that, like, 60 to 70% of their nuclear triggers are already gone, and that and that another 20% is going. So they, they're down to, like, 5%, 10% of their missiles that they claim they have. Now, China, though, 
is the one that has more missiles and are building more missiles. Those are the ones you got to look out for. Well, China's been making a fortune off of uh, Americans buying crappy Chinese goods. Oh, yeah. I mean, for years. And do you guys remember when the left was so afraid that if Trump is the president, he's going to start what? World War Three? yeah. World War Three. Yeah. As now, we see. because we have a weak one. We could get it. Right. We could easily right. get it. Right. We have, you know, under Trump, we literally had something close to world peace yes. going on. Yeah. Now, the entire world is blowing up around us. Right. We have Russia uh, coming in and doing whatever they want to do. We have these Hamas coming in, doing whatever they want to do. And we even have... Well, because uh, America's not reacting. We even what have, are we doing? We even have terrorists from Lebanon all we, threatening All we to did come was in. send a carrier. Yeah, that's all we did. That's all we did. And they now, know don't damn get me well wrong, that that don't, carrier will not be used. Not against them. No. But it, it will be... So what I do understand is that Gerald Ford is protecting the ocean for Israel. I know that. So you think they're using it as like a blockade. Right. Yeah. Preventing preventing, like, preventing anything, anything coming, coming in, in to, uh, to the Gaza, Hamas, Strip. Gaza Strip. Guys, that's not the case. Okay. okay so tell they us. are there. They are not very close. They are not protecting anything. They are just showing, hey, we are here. We're giving just, solidarity. We're, we're doing something. We're exactly. solidarity. Yeah. Yes, I mean, even Jeez. the airplanes that have been sent right. and they landed in right. Israel, they're not being used. It's amazing what you find so, out when you have people on the ground, uh, isn't it? Right, because the media really likes to model things and romanticize the the war and the situation, and that's not the the case. Now we are seeing on all the media everywhere, social, TV, radio, whatnot, we see uh, all the devastation, all the Israeli yeah. parents yeah, it's and finally soldiers moving out. crying yeah. Yeah. and all that. However, what they don't show is the resilience of the Israeli people, right. the strength that they have. When they announced 300,000 reservists are going in, in back into service, that was just that's the huge. that's just the first wave. There are way more. They are still calling them. Now, actually, they are allowing people over that they are done with the reserves. So you're in reserves to 45. Now they are letting people of older age that they are able uh, and willing because the case was when the war start started, um, People, they got out the uniform from the closet that they didn't use since the 90s. They put it on. They went to their u unit where they used to serve, and they're like, I'm here. And they're like, uh, we didn't call you. We don't need you. Uh, you're, you're done. And, and they were like, well, tough. I'm here, and I'm staying. Yeah, I have seen many videos of... People that they have families, they've left their kids and their businesses and everything. They went into service and they said, once we put the uniform on, we are not going to take it off until the Hamas is destroyed completely. Like, no ifs and buts, no ceasefire, no negotiations, no let's help them, let's try to convince them. Because, yes, the left in, in Israel, they are still thinking that they can convince the Gaza people that they are better off without the, the Hamas. Um. Do you know what games the the Palestinian kids are play, yes. playing? Yes. No. And I know. it's not yeah. hi hide and But seek. explain it. Yeah, I think everybody needs so, to hear this. So, um, okay, there is a group of of kids. One of them goes and hides 
and then the others, they are walking down the street. The kid that was in hiding, he jumps on their backs and stabs them with a knife. And then they shout, Allah Akbar. Mm. Well, These then- are the games that four, five, six-year-old year kids are playing. And when I well, was a kid, we were playing cowboys and Indians. Now, you you guys... <laughs> you, when you think about that, that's not so good either. You guys, you haven't seen the cartoons. Yeah, I was just got- going to mention it because Hannity put that, fortunately, yes. Hannity had showed that on Fox. And they he couldn't... E- even he couldn't even show all the, of it, yeah. Yeah, and he had to black out some mm-hmm. areas because of FCC regulations. So yeah, let's cry for the Palestinian right. kids. I know I may. Well, they've been indoctrinated. I am not going to get love for for this, but when you are an Israeli and you 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 lose your family, you lose what you have the most precious in this world. You lose life. You live in constant fear of being attacked. Um, in the nineties, when I lived in in Israel, they didn't do all the rockets thing and all that. You would walk to the bus station and you can always be stabbed. Yeah. Yep. Uh, They were using suicide bombers Bombers. with nail bombs. Nail bombs. Bombs. They would, I mean, they got so... Well, and it's rockets. Uh, So like the past, what, five years... You know, like I remember watching an article about building the playgrounds with bomb-proof shelters. So in settlements further out from uh, Jerusalem and uh, what's the capital city? Why did it just go out of my mind? Tel Aviv. Tel Aviv, thank you. Uh Outside of Tel Aviv or around it, I know, uh, because Tel Aviv gets attacked a lot more. Because they don't want to attack Jerusalem per se. So they won't rocket Jerusalem. Why won't they do that? Well, because a lot of their Muslims no, are they, there. They, do they still rocket they it? They actually do. And they have East Jerusalem and that now it's under the Palestinian Authority control. So, yeah, there are terrorists. There are lots of attacks in, in, in Jerusalem. And well, just- and, and that's what I was getting to the point of is that the playgrounds have to be built with bomb shelters. Mm-hmm. Okay, folks, understand that the playgrounds have to be built with bomb shelters in mind because they rocket all the time. They're firing rockets, mortars, and any other bombs they could throw over the air. Right. This is why the Iron Dome was so important, and why that technology working with America to get done so quickly was so important because of this continual attack. See, because they couldn't sometimes get them in. So now it's, oh, let's just fire at them. My my house was built and every house that has been built since the 90s is built with a secure room for, for that purpose. There you go. Mm-hmm. You know, one thing we hear the leftists in this country, they're talking about, oh, the poor Palestinians. <laughs> you know, they're always talking about the poor Palestinians. You know, they're they're living under this oppression by these Israelis. No, they're living under their own government. How are they oppressed right. by well, when they, they have voted their own these gov- people? They in. voted these people in. Yeah, you know, they voted. Hamas them in. has voted in. And you know, like what Shirley is, was talking about a few minutes ago about this indoctrination going on in the schools in 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 Gaza. And Palestine, we're talking. We're t- you know, and and we've talked about this going on in this country, indoctrination. Yeah, indoctrination going on in our schools, teaching our children to be demasculation, good little socialists. Yeah. yeah, good little socialists, demasculation. It's kind of a turning everybody gray. Yeah. yeah. So you know, no gender, no. Right. You Take know, away you're just all, a person. All you're individuality. Just, right. All individuality. Take it away. Take it away. You know, you're all just drones. You're like yeah. part of the board collective. Yeah. Uh, you know, you don't have your own personal identity. You are part of the collective, and you fo- you work as a collective. And you know, working together is a good thing. But they're going to the extremes on the whole thing. Yeah. Now, these these Hamas terrorists. You think of these people as, oh, well, these are Hamas terrorists. Well, where do you think these Hamas terrorists came from? They came from the population of Palestine. Yep. They're, they're grooming little children, which is really just 
awful and heartbreaking when you think about it. Mm-hmm. They're grooming these little children in school to grow up and be good little uh, suicide bombers. Well, and Jordan's the same way. I know Jordan hasn't changed much. Um, so, during the Arab-Israel War in '48, many of the Palestinians, they ran to Jordan. Right. So, um, in 2023, they, the, those Palestinians, they still live in refugee camps. Oh, really? I didn't know in, that. In Jordan. Okay. Yes. I didn't know they, that. So Jordan, the Jordanians won't let them no. come into the country and they, be part of it. They have no citizenship of any ca- country. They have no ID, so they are not citizens of Jordan, even though they live there since 48. 48, yeah. And you start to wonder if the Jordanians don't want them Egypt doesn't want them. Actually, on Saturday morning, Egypt, they completely blocked. And they have a super-duper guard of the border with Gaza because they don't want any anyone from Gaza cross. Even Israel said, uh, maybe you should let them cross. Yeah, let the refugees, their kids. And Egypt was like, hell no. They are not coming into Egypt. So maybe they are not those little helpless, innocent sheep that... Yeah, these other Arab countries know this. ...to be. And also, maybe Israel is not the big bad wolf that many makes it to appear. Right. Well, I... Think of it. Yeah. I've seen I've seen the news coverage. Okay, they're talking about uh, they're going to be attacking these Hamas targets mm-hmm. in Gaza, and I'm, I'm showing I'm seeing news coverage of leaflets dropping down from the sky mm-hmm. where they're going through and they're trying to be as careful as they possibly can yep. not to involve any civilians in their attacks. So they're well, dropping leaflets saying. We're going to be attacking in 24 hours, yeah, which, just, which, you know, honestly, which, if you as think a about war, it, that's hard it's to like, do. Yeah. how do you it's, fight a war like this? Because like then this. the bad guys are going to leave, yeah, too. because they're going to leave, yeah. Um, you or know, they'll hide. In a real war, um, innocent people do die. Yep. Look at World War II. I don't see people crying for the Dresden you know, massacre, you know, in, in Germany. You know, look it, look it up. Dresden, okay. Um, the thing is, though... Right? Did anybody care? No, they were like, you know, they knew what they did to the Jews, even though it wasn't as well known, okay, in the news and in the war at the time. People in the higher ups knew what had been going on to the Jewish people because of the ones that got out and had been saying about the gassing and all this. But it was rumors, right? Mm-hmm. It, <clears throat> excuse me, it was rumors, okay? And so we're having the same problem here, right? So. People will call it the fog of war. I call it what's going to be known until the end, right? Until we can finally do Freedom of Information Acts and sift through what just happened, right? But, yeah, I agree when people say this is uh, Jerusalem's 9-11. I don't know. I mean, you can make that comparison to a certain extent. But like we've just discussed, it's been continually going on. Mm -hmm. This is just the most brazen and most shocking attack we've ever seen, right? It's because of the innocent death, the innocent death. And that's where I say you can make the 9-11 comparison is innocents killed. Nobody involved. Nobody was even near him. Nobody that even was part of making a, a bullet or a bomb, right? The people that were killed were just farmers, right? Mm-hmm. These are just people that are trying to make a living off the land, and and off of maybe just every day going to work, right? Yeah. You know, building yeah. something, making something. Um, young people, young have, people having a party and dancing right. and having fun. Yeah, and did you suddenly see that? That they was interesting. Come in and murder them all. Yeah. And there was the one uh, girl that uh, apparently they grabbed her. These bunch of you know awful men grabbed yeah. this young woman, threw her in the back of a truck. Apparently, or her, they shot her in the head. They broke yeah. her arms and legs. And they were such men, so proud of this. Yeah. Right. These are disgusting people. Like, oh, yeah, but but that girl, according to, to Hamas, uh, they actually... Uh, 
She used her credit card in Gaza City on Sunday, the next day after she was paraded like like that. How twisted is the propaganda? Oh, I know. Okay, so we still... That was a good way to stop. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So How twisted got, is the propaganda? We've still got lots more. I want to talk about the weakness at the border. Yeah. We thought they had a strong border. As we know, we do not have a strong border. That's a total lie. And then we're going to get into eventually we're going to the history of, of the area. I, I think there's a lot to talk about there, too. So you're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. Don't go anywhere. Don't go anywhere. 